Happy birthday, Joyce. Ah, you remembered. <laughs> I know, and I'm getting all kinds of phone calls, and I'm saying, no, I can't. I'm in a podcast. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about us and our podcast. And um, so today, for instance, I, I said, okay, I brought things that can be numbered. You know how it's always four, four approaches to this, three approaches to that, 21 words of wisdom. And uh, so I thought, hmm, okay, I have something that's hard and fast content. And then I wanted to brag about us because here's what we're committed to, people. <laughs> we want to share our wisdom, and we have plenty based on our experience, and we want to do it in an informal environment. And one of the highest values or highest qualities of high-performing organizations is laughter and humor and fun so we want all of that and I was thinking too about how um, we're doing this because we believe OD has real potential for oh hell I'm gonna be it's my birthday uh, I almost said global impact mm -hmm. but if we, if we can help people who are change agents in organizations we're doing our job that's why we are doing this. So, um, period. Yeah. So today's episode. I wanted. I wanted to affirm that. Well, and I'll tell our listeners before we start. Uh, all of the things that you described, I think, are a part of today's conversation. There's humor. There's good, useful information. Uh, and I'll just end by saying, after listening to this podcast. Uh, Joyce has this laminated so I can make copies and send it out to our listeners. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the show. <laughs> um, here's the deal. I was running an executive committee meeting of the top, top, top group. And I don't know how it came up. I think we're talking about a sensitive topic that was really hard to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I said, can we take a break? I want you guys, and it was all men, just to throw out those things that are qualities of being in the executive committee that are unique to that level of work. And it can be true of CEOs, but it's really different if you're the top executive committee of a bunch of companies. And they they didn't. I couldn't. It took an hour and a half. And and to be yeah, to be clear about what the executive committee is, it's like the top ten or twelve Nine. people of the yeah. organization. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's literally. Yeah. The, and I was very proud to be the woman in the bunch. Oh, I have stories about that that are very funny that we'll come back to. You are so. a wise pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> luckily i had a good sense of humor okay so here's what and i'm gonna give you the okay we know that if you give a number people think you really know something these are oh, the yeah. 15 qualities you can put that in your introduction 15 qualities that i'm gonna i put captions over what they said i grouped them so one was they have to be visionary the ability to see ahead and shape the future in their own mind that are still too vague and not existing yet for others. Mm. So they're catching the fog of the future. That's a good way to put it. 
um, yeah, and, and so an ability to engage in system-wide change was, came under that. Yeah. Pragmatic, pragmatic, good at facing reality, the brutal facts, and waste no time on emotion or regret. They get on with it. And I, I yeah. saw that to be true. And there are more bullet points under each, but we can come back to that. An organizational point of view, strong ambition for the company itself, Humble about the self, but proud of the company and a sense of stewardship. Mm. This was big. Uh, results orientation, restlessly discontent, never satisfied, <laughs> work at the edge, and create demand on the organization. Popular, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that never goes away. Uh, communication, a strong, compelling, authentic leadership voice. And I know that you did and I did work with people on finding mm -hmm. it and using it. Um, it. It constantly setting context for the organization. What is yeah. the story that we're living through? Curiosity, um, constant, constantly scanning the world for what new is going on. And engagement with the marketplace, exploring competition and new concepts. Energy was a big one. Beyond average physical and mental energy. Able to switch gears quickly. Endurance. Oh, it's just so interesting that they all said, you got to be tough and have a ton of stamina. The teaching and learning was um, driven to work on their own self-improvement. There are so many that are not, but we live. We, it's my birthday, people. I'm going to get phone calls. Um <clears throat> So always scanning for new ideas uh, and all, sees every interaction as an opportunity to teach their point of view. Mm. And I work a lot with top people on developing a point of view. Yeah, I don't know you lead without it. <clears throat> Humility and empathy. And this was 10 years ago, at least. So empathy. <laughs> um, professionally generous, shares the spotlight naturally and easily. Um saves the authority role for the last resort and when yeah. used use it as a failure humor is absolutely necessary to laugh at yourself well people this is just going to be the way it is uh, my kids love me <laughs> <laughs> so i i uh what what strikes me about that list of 15 and we can go a little bit deeper is yeah. uh really two things stuck out for me so much of what we do as managers developing in a role or being promoted to other roles uh it in some respects prepares you to make that leap to the executive level but a lot of what you're describing isn't necessarily uh what it takes to be successful uh, as a director or as the manager of, of a unit. So the old idea of what, what uh, got you here isn't going to get you where you need to go. There are new skills that you need to acquire and new habits uh, to ingrain. Uh, well, it's just, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, well the second is that, there, it, you know, I always ask the question, has that conversation from 10, 15 years ago stood the test of time? And it, it does. And I have said this before, even more so today. Yep. Yep. You know. And then it talks about, <clears throat> they talked about reflection and self-awareness. 
um, able to manage ego urges. <laughs> Knowing <laughs> tough leaders have to have a large ego or they wouldn't have that role. That's just darn true. So use it for the right purpose. Um, checks frequently for contrary views or feedback and realizes they exist in a vacuum because of the power differential. Mm. So it's very hard to get a, an accurate reading on yourself. Um, and that knows how to pace an organization. This was interesting. When to oh, soothe, yes. when to activate, <clears throat> when to challenge, and how to manage that energy. And then patience. I'm sorry, I have a cold. Accept contradiction or ambivalence. They don't react too fast to resolve it. Uh, they know how to sit with a major decision for until the time is right to take action. That's a biggie. Yeah. I, I mean, I observed that and participated in that. And then it said integrity. Keeping your integrity, even when you cannot share the full truth with others. That's a tough one, for sure. I mean, not that, that oldies don't have a degree of difficulty to them, but that, that one's tough. I've, I've lived that, and uh, yeah. uh, sometimes it makes it hard looking in the mirror. It makes it less hard if you're really comfortable yeah. with the decision. And I used to push getting comfortable at that table or that the decision stunk. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's a very difficult ODHR role. Yeah. So a lot of confronting the need for action. Yeah. With the need for the complexity of knowing what a real good decision feels like. Okay. So I have a couple questions for you. Uh, what strikes me is I, I see a lot of overlap where one particular attribute kind of feeds two or three others. And yeah. so my question is, is that how you see it? Or do you see them as being kind of separate and distinct, um, you know, qualities of. Uh, no, I see them as a, I see them as a cluster yeah. <laughs> of behavior and you know, categories that exist that kind of one gets pulled up to the front. I'm seeing a visual, actually. The need for one comes to the fore, yeah. and you have to deal with that. And then, you know, so it's, it's, it is, it does describe the complexity of living at that level. Yeah. Which I, I don't know if people realize it's mostly uncomfortable. Hmm. Well, it, it never, is. never, I, yeah. never. And that's true of CEOs and their top groups, too. Yeah. It's just magnified at the top, top. Yeah. What, what I uh, experienced uh, as an executive committee member is that those issues or challenges or decisions that came to that table were really incredibly challenging. You excruciating know, sometimes. Excruciating, like no 100% clear certainty. Uh, and living with that uh, ambiguity, like I'm willing to go forward, but, uh, you know, this is and, an easy Or way. the ability to not resolve <clears throat> the discomfort by action too soon. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I, I saw, either action too soon or too late, I think was a common flaw. Bec and partly because of discomfort with the decision. 
Yeah. So, oh, so many, I can't stand this decision. Let's hurry up and make it. Or, yeah. hey, let's just avoid it for three months, <laughs> six months. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the second question, we won't speak specific names. To the extent that you shared all those attributes, did anyone in that room have every one of those attributes? No. But they they created this list. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know that. No, well, they just said, <laughs> yeah, what's needed. Um, I would say each one was strong in certain aspects, and that's what yeah. makes a good leadership group. Or they were willing to be aware. We had a in in now that we have um, been away for a while. We lived in a very progressive, actually, organization. Mm -hmm. Even though we might complain about it, yeah, it was a healthy, for the most part, a healthy organization. Is, no doubt. Can we say that? I think I, I think, can say uh, that. No, I well, and I think that's a little bit of you can say we live in a very healthy. Uh, organization and we need to grow and evolve and shift uh you know the reason i ask is did anyone in that table have all of them as you were going through them i'm i'm ticking in my brain yeah i'm good at that one not good at that one not good at that one i guess where i'm what i'm saying is uh no one is superman you're not going to get it all right um uh, most of the time but these are good habits. So what would you tell an OD? I think, I think you have to be comfortable at that level with getting it wrong. Tell me more and, about that. Well, having to fix something that you blew, hired a wrong yeah. person, created a strategy that doesn't fit the marketplace now. Um, having to, oh, here's a tough one. And they didn't mention that. Having to confront a colleague with the possibility of leaving the organization. Yeah. On that one, almost everybody waits too long. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, no, nobody gets it right. But it was very interesting to hear it from their point of view. And one that they were adamant about, and I think it's true, is literal, physical, mental stamina. Yeah. Which it's kind of interesting when you mention that one, uh, and this kind of goes to them overlapping. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it, having that stamina and high energy level. You could misinterpret that as go 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 go, when in fact there were a lot of uh, what I would call reflective thoughtful pauses along the way. So it's it's like you don't win that race by running a sprint the whole time. You need to take care of your body. You need to take care of your mental wellness. Uh, but I so, would say it's a common flaw that that go, go, go keeps an organization running. Yeah. So I'm thinking of a time when all the lights went out. I can't think where there was some sort of hurricane or whatever. And it was an executive committee, and we met out in the hallway of the hotel <laughs> with the emergency lights. You know, you didn't cancel a wow. meeting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> thoughts for today. Um, to say 
don't want that job unless you get the discomfort of yeah. it. And yeah, it's, you, it's not for everyone, for sure. Well, you sometimes it's the same thing with the CEO. Sometimes you think you want it, but yeah. They have so many competing things to think about that it's hard to clear a path to action. Yeah. Now, <laughs> well, I still have questions. I, it sounds to me like most of those attributes are concrete, specific, and can be taught or can be learned. Mm -hmm. Thoughts about that? Integrity is tough. Good one. Yeah, you're right. But you can learn it by seeing it modeled. Absolutely. So, you know, when you don't have it, it poisons the organization. And when you do, it teaches it. I think it's not easy. The visionary part of being able to see the future evolving and therefore. Yeah. And I think the organization we lived and worked in was pretty good at that. Yeah, in fact, it was restless. Yeah, with, for sure. Yeah, so I and I think that's a plus. I don't know about being <clears throat> pragmatic. I think that I think that you learn these things by watching leaders, and that's yes. why it's good <laughs> to bring along people to sit in, to discuss, to watch you, to think with people because you're you're modeling and teaching. Uh, and I, you know, what I didn't ask. I was going to say, what was the huge satisfaction of the role? Yep. They weren't ever satisfied. Hmm. They had wins. Yep. So this itchy dissatisfaction, this urge to grow, this urge to change, the relentless um, push is needed. Yeah. I mean, I think about how that links with visionary when you have that visionary when you have that being able to see through the fog uh, and then you jump with your other foot in the here and now it's got to create attention we got to get going right and in order to get going you've got to be able to sell your idea and prove its validity and you have to do that from the top and i i yeah. I, I saw it done well and i saw it avoided i you know was it, this is helpful for me because i think about when I first became a member of the executive committee, that first meeting, I remember looking around the room and and I'm doubting myself. I'm like, do I belong here? Can I play I at this level? I know. You know, I was good there, but I'm not sure I can play this game. But it's because a lot of what we do prior to that doesn't necessarily hone these skills in some respects that may do the opposite. Right. Don't pause. Act, act, act. Um, right. Tell, tell, tell. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. What, what, what I found, can I go ahead, Joyce? No, I'm stretching. <laughs> okay. I, Joyce put her hands up like, like in a Easter week. I thought she was going to <laughs> I, I had the tablet. So that was my yeah, call. That's right. No, I was stretching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I was, I was going to say that, um, you know, uh, the, the whole notion of 
where you're looking, where, where your point of view, and I'm speaking visual, these are as much at the table, looking out to the broader world, and looking deep into an organization. I, I see that weaved into mm-hmm. uh, their responses. So if your head's down, work, 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 just looking what's happening within my world, uh, that ain't going to work. You know what, too, is um, I remember now that we talked about this. And I saw it true throughout our organization, and I think it's essential that leaders have a sense of humor and a sense of play and a sense of fun. I was thinking I couldn't, and I've been in organizations previously to my delays group work that didn't have that. I couldn't work there. Well, you can tell I couldn't yeah. work there. And I think it's a, I think it's a qualification. We you laughed know, I, a lot in meetings, didn't we? I was going to say, yeah, I, 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 I think because of the environment and the culture, we could leap to the assumption that's the way it is, that you bring a level of lightness and humor. Uh, but I've, I've worked with organizations where the CEO is kind of stiff, a little bit distant, and it's like a slow leak in a tire for both. Their- so I want, to, I want to celebrate that. Okay. It wasn't on that piece of paper, <laughs> but it was active as I relive it with, you know, giving one another a hard time. And I think we laughed a lot. So I'm ending with um, a sense of humor that shows perspective and that you laugh at yourself and at one another. Sometimes it was brutal, but it was usually. <laughs> so, so, so to be clear, you're going to send that to me and I will get it scanned. So if anybody would like to have uh, a copy of Joyce's wisdom. <laughs> as, it's as not my wisdom. It's I know. I, oh, it's your birthday. Don't do that. Uh, okay. I'm wise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm- okay. Till the next time. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. uh, I appreciate it. And I love that I was born and I love the life I'm living. Isn't that a blessing? Yes. So long, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Back in 2008, Marshall Goldsmith, the uh, acclaimed coach for executives, wrote a book called What Got You Here Won't Get You There how successful people become even more successful. And that kind of rung true with me as I was listening to Joy share the work that she had done some 25, 30 years ago with her executive committee. And I think it's a challenge to all of us uh, in HR and OD. How do we prepare the next generation of top leadership? What are the skills they're going to need that they don't currently get in their job or in the past? So that's the challenge coming out of today's conversation. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, be well and be safe.